Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Secret Birds HQ podcast. And this is podcast episode number 69. And today, joining us from Grenada is Terry Ann Charles, the founder of Tailored by Terry Ann. Hello, Terry Ann. Hello, 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 everybody. <laughs> yeah, it's bright and early. Um, what is this, Wednesday? No, what's today? Thursday, my God. Today is Thursday. I, <laughs> no, I'm no, I know, right? I can't even keep up with the summer days, but today is Thursday. We are both in the Caribbean. I'm in St. Croix and you are in Grenada. And yes. it's eight minutes after nine and we are just here out having a lovely discussion. Yes. Yes. Definitely. So Terri-Ann, thanks so much for joining us. And Taylor by Terri-Ann is all about helping uh, inspire, empower, and influence women to live the best life through style fashion, beauty, and lifestyle. And Marianne yeah. describes herself as an ordinary and everyday woman with a passion to uplift and motivate women to be the best they can be by standing against the odds of life. She's a content creator, an influencer, personal stylist, and event planner of motivational and empowerment social events, and a fashion and, and of course, her, her platform, which um, involves fashion and lifestyle empowerment. And it was created for women just like you, me, you, us, all of us here listening to the podcast <laughs> to help yes. you live your, live your life fashionably and on a budget without going to the extreme and to live your dreams to the fullest. So once again, welcome Terry Ang. Thank you so much for having me, Joanne. I am so excited to be here this yeah. morning. It's a lovely morning, actually. It is. It is in, a lovely morning. Yeah. yeah, in the island of Grenada. Yeah. So tell us about Grenada. Tell us about you, who you are, and how you arrived at where you are now doing, doing um, your blog and your platform. Oh, sure. No problem. Um, Grenada is beautiful. It's a beautiful island. So if you have not visited Grenada, I would invite you to visit Grenada. Mm -hmm. We are now branded as Pure Grenada. Mm -hmm. So, and we have lots and lots of spices, lots of spice sunshine, island. Oh, spice, island. spice island, yes, and lots of lovely beaches and lots of lovely waterfalls. I mean, it's so amazing. The island is very small, but um, it's an, an amazing island. But you however, I um, have a booming entrepreneurial um, uh, in ecosystem as well. You must yes. in Grenada yes. among young people is thriving, it's alive, and it's exciting. Yes, very exciting. And it's amazing how much now that the younger people is really getting involved in business and owning their own business. Mm -hmm. So that is really exciting. And I'm excited about that and to be a part of that new revolution that is happening here in Grenada. Definitely. Um, a little bit about me. I am Terry and Charles, like you just said. Um, I am Grenadian, but I was born in Trinidad. Mm -hmm. So I am not Grenadian by birth, but I'm Trinidadian by birth. And this is quite I, normal because a lot of Trinidadians <laughs> and Grenadians are related. You know, a lot of Trinis have roots in Grenada. A lot of Grenadians have roots in Trinidad. For those who don't, who don't know, Grenada and Trinidad are quite close. Yeah, very, very close. My mom lived in Trinidad for most of her young adult life. Mm -hmm. And then she decided to move back home. So this is the reason why we came back to Grenada mm -hmm. to live. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, my mom is Grenadian. My dad is from Tobago. Mm -hmm. I am married now. <laughs> I have a toddler who's three. Mm -hmm. Three years old, and she's so vibrant and so brilliant, and she was supposed to be on the podcast, the but Karen <laughs> sent her to summer school instead, and I'm so disappointed. <laughs> she would have been the star of this podcast. I know, right? I know, I know, I know. But she was also going to be very distracting, and we didn't want to distract our listeners, right? <laughs> so maybe next time we'll have a. <laughs> We have our own word. Okay. <laughs> Next time. So actually how I started Taylor by Terian. Taylor by Terian actually started accidentally. Okay. I went to this event, um, a hair, natural hair event here, and that was like in 2016. And I heard one of the speakers, she was talking about business and she was talking about how she can start someone, like she had this program going on, Business Weekend. So you go to this workshop on the weekend and she would help you develop 
whatever business idea you had. At the time, I was very, very enthusiastic about it. So what I did, I contacted her after the event, and then I told her, um, look, I'm really interested, but I did not go for tailored by Terry. And honestly, I went because I, I was actually thinking about doing something else. I was selling, I was in, a, in, in between selling like Victoria's Secrets, Bath and Body Works. So I kind of wanted to make it different and unique from how everybody else was doing it. And she was like, um, she asked me a question that was very probing. And um, she asked, um, do you know that you have a lot more potential than what you want to do? So it had me thinking for a while. I was like, you sure? Mm. Asking her if she's sure about me. <laughs> you know, sometimes you come from a background where you have low self-esteem. Mm-hmm, of course, yes. Yeah. So and it shows. Yeah, it yeah. shows. Honestly, it shows. And sometimes in the way you speak, it would also tell. So she could have actually picked that up right away. And she was like, yes, you do. She said, do you know that you were one of the best dressers at the event? I was like, really? And to myself, I tried to remember what I had on in truth at the event. And I was like, oh, yeah, in truth, I look really nice <laughs> that day. So then she was like, why not you start a blog and, you know, you help women and show women how to style themselves using the same clothes that they have in their wardrobe. And she went on and on, and immediately I got excited. Because in truth, and in fact, I, I love fashion. Yeah. But I didn't realize that I could have used the same love and passion that I had to help others in that way. So she explained to me, she told me, this is what you need to do. And for that Saturday and Sunday, it was really intense. It was an intense workshop, but it was very fruitful and very productive. So I came out from there with Taylor Biterian. That is how Taylor Biterian actually started. That is, she gave me the name Taylor Biterian. She said, listen, this name is going to be very tricky because a lot of people is going to think that you're a seamstress and they will start asking you, why did you choose the name Taylor Biterian? But remember, Taylor Biterian is only a platform where you create content for women to empower women, to help women, to inspire women, to influence women, to live the best versions of their lives always bear that in mind so when people walk up to me and was like oh i want you to sew this because they will probably see me style something on instagram and it was like oh i really like this um did you make it i was like no but i don't sew and i was like oh i thought you <laughs> i thought you so you know because of the name i was like no so then you have to explain yourself so this is really how taylor Viterian came along i um, actually, recently, this year, I added um, a subsidiary on the Taylor by Terran where we do head wraps and African print um, airing, button earrings, and so on, to really have Taylor by Terran more of a um, monetizing um, blog, have it more like where you can monetize it a little bit. So we start branching off now into, into a, product, a product line. Um, this is really how Taylor by Terry understand. It was not easy though, although we came out from that workshop, it was not an easy, easy thing to keep up. Because remember, I'm married, I have a three-year-old, I'm working full-time. So mm-hmm. now I had to frame my mind now around creating content for women. Now, how do I do that? When do I do that? So now I have to balance my life. My lifestyle automatically changed now because now when I come from work, I have to be blogging in order to put out my blog on the Wednesdays or the Fridays. Then now I have to be taking photos. So now I have to be spending extra money to for a professional photographer to take my photos. And it's like now you start thinking creative because you want to stand out. You want to be different. So it all came in as an excitement but it all started to feel to me like lord is this what i really wanted to do so i started now to question myself i'm not too sure if this ever happened to you joanne at some point where you're so excited that you are doing something that you think that is going to be excellent and then know when you really have to put in the work and put in the time Mm. It's like, oh my God, I'm wondering, you start questioning yourself and this is the point where I had reached that. So I was 
very, very inconsistent at some point. And then my family didn't understand why they were like, why are you doing this? This is not important. It's not necessary. You're not going to generate any money. And you know, here in the Caribbean, once you're not doing something that is generating money, um, that could sustain you or sustain your family, or you know, it, it's like a failure. That's another thing. So it's like, I don't think it's necessary for you to do that. And But thank God I have my husband who was very supportive and is still very supportive. So he was the one standing with me and supporting me and so on. But then again, which is why we want to get into this topic, I had to motivate myself because if this is what I love to do and this is what I want to do and I yearn to do is my passion, I had to push myself and be persistent. And what really gave me the drive is that when women walk up to you and they say, oh, you're doing a great job. You know, I'm very inspired by what you do. I am um, really happy that you really took the chance to do this and to step out and to really show us this. I was like, okay, then yeah, I'm doing something. I'm doing something. Even if around me, my surrounding feels like, oh, I'm not doing anything good. But when a one or two or three women just walk up to you and tell you that you're doing a good job, it just made me feel like, okay, then Terry, and you have to do this. It's that some, validation. Some, it's that validation. Yeah. Yeah. Very much so. So and this that, is, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, this is no, I would want to say this is reason why I really stuck true with Taylor by Terry and to continue to do what I'm doing with Taylor by Terry Wonderful. And that's good segue into the topic that we're going to discuss today, which is self-motivation and being persistent. Now, you mentioned having your own sort of um, issues whereby you felt like you weren't good enough and you're not sure if you're doing the right thing. Yeah. So how, how did you yourself remain motivated and, and persistent? Because how long have you been running um, Tailored by Terry M? How long has it been this year, um, August, would be three years since okay. we have been. So we're pretty young in the game. <laughs> yeah, no, but that's perfect. That's, that's our community, women who are new to business. So yes. Perfect, yes. yeah. Okay. Yes. So how did you manage to, to, deal, to stay motivated? As, as, because the first few years are the most difficult, as we know. Yeah, it was very difficult. Honestly, Joanne, it was very, very difficult. And then when, one thing is that when you think, you come up with this brilliant idea, right? And you think, well, okay, then you, you share it with your family, very close family and very close friends. And you think, well, okay, then they have your back. And it's like, they kind of give you the side eye or like the shrugged shoulder. Like, I don't really know about this. Because, you know, in the Caribbean, we're not really coming out, right? Mm -hmm. because of what we're seeing now online with many bloggers over the world but like in the Caribbean like bloggers now are really coming out but still we are just like on the low still because mm -hmm. we're not really getting the exposure as we would like to or uh, the resources is not there for us the opportunities so we have to kind of like create opportunities yeah, for ourselves. Create. but that's the caribbean we have to oh, we always have to create our own we have to create our own opportunities we have to create our own resources and we really have to network with each other mm -hmm. i really come close this is really reason why i really like redbirds because it's it brings women together from different entities different businesses different islands you know different countries together so that we can really communicate the same thing yeah so um what really kept me is that i had to first and foremost i had to sit and say to myself if this is what you want to do Mm -hmm. I had a real talk with myself, like back to back. I'm asking myself questions and also answering the questions at the same time. Is this what you really want to do? Mm -hmm. Is this necessary? Where do you see yourself in the next five years? Mm -hmm. How can you create an opportunity for another person in this? You know, how do you see other people reacting to you in this? And this is what really keep, kept me motivated. Another thing that kept me motivated is the fact that I created events, social and empowerment events. I had one like three Saturdays or four Saturdays ago, inspired to be inspired. And when the women came to that event, they came like unexpected, not sure what 
to expect. And when they left there, they left there filled. Mm. So this motivated me like, Terry, you have to do this because people is looking up to you to do this. I mean, John, many times I could have decided I'm just going to call it quits and forget that and maybe go back to doing my normal routine. But what really kept me again is that I always tell myself, even when I was growing up, that I want to be able to make a change in my society. And whatever it takes for me to do so, I will do it. And I always remember that saying, I always remember telling myself that. So this is the driving force for me to really push through and do what I do. Mm, wonderful. Okay. So how then um, can, can we, the rest of us, stay motivated? What, what suggestions or recommendations do you have for us for, to, for staying motivated? Because as we know, when you first start out, your first maybe, okay, well, your first few years, you, you kind of don't really know what you're doing, right? But really yeah. that first year, that first year or two where you're trying to figure out your business model and what you're trying to do and how things work. What are the things that you suggest that we do to stay motivated particularly? Are there, are, are there certain things that you think like, like sort of tick box items that you think should happen? Yes. Yes. Okay. First and foremost, you need to pray. Ah, but what if you what if the person doesn't believe in God or they're not religious? Um, okay then. Yeah. <laughs> but for me, for me, I know I mean I know there are a lot of people who out there do not believe in God or they're not religious. Um, but for me, what keeps me motivated is prayer and I would still encourage the person who doesn't believe in God, just open up a little bit and just think about the reason why you're here and uh, the reason why you're breathing, the reason, just think about the smallest detail in your life and just think about there have to be a God somewhere. So mm. first and foremost is prayer. Mm. Um, the other thing that I do to really keep myself motivated as well is listen to like different podcasts of different stories of women who would have gone through the same thing, similar or even different, you know, so it would help me now to be or uh, to become what I want to become in life. So I do listen to podcasts. I listen to music inspirational music um another thing that i do i read i'm an avid reader so i would read like books on in, um businesses um books motivational books and so on so i would read um that and also to what motivates me is really getting down into your business mm-hmm. seeing the the things and listening to from your customers and from your fans or followers or so listening and looking for feedback. So probably what you could do, you could put out a poll on your, on your social media pages and hear from them, interact with them, listen to what they have to say, or you could even do lives, you know, like Facebook lives and, you know, ask them questions, engage, engage with your, with your customers, with your fans, with your um, followers and hear what they have to see. So whatever, and you take it really good. You have to take it good because sometimes some of them may not have the nicest things to say, but um, you know, you take it with a good heart and you really take those things, you jot them down and you really frame them into what you want to do. Um, another thing that motivates me too is that I, I journal. So I will journal different things, like different things that happen, different things. And you know, you kind of go back and forth and you see where you went wrong, what you need to do, to do, to do and not to do, the do's and the don'ts. That also is a self-motivation as well. And another self-motivation is really making a list of the things that you would like to do for the day. So we know that we have people who are balancing um, family, work, business, especially if you know starting off. So you just make a to-do list, um, what you want to do today. And as you do them, you tick them off. That also is another way you can self-motivate yourself because the minute time you see you start achieving certain things on that list, it makes you feel happy. Another thing too that you can do is celebrate your small wins. It may not be big, like something really huge, like you win a million dollars or so on, but whatever you would have projected to, um, to do 
and you would have done it, celebrate it. Celebrate it with a friend or with your loved one, your significant others, or by yourself. You know, you celebrate that and you go again. You could do that. Um, another thing that I do is that I take a time off and to really recuperate. Yeah, time away from it. Because if you actually in your business, in your business all the time, it could frustrate you if things not going the way you supposed it's supposed to go. Right. So just take a time off, relax, rest, do some self-love for yourself. So maybe if you have not done a pedicure in a while, or if you have not gotten a massage or facial, or maybe buy your favorite lipstick. I like lipstick. I, I love lipstick. So most times I would buy lipstick or, you know, something that you have not given yourself in a long time. Once you could afford it, then you do so. Or probably cook your favorite meal at home watch your favorite movie you know just take a break take a breather rest relax and go again yeah those are the tips that really help me and i find motivate myself to continue on this journey because it's a journey it's a learning process so and then you have to also be aware of the things that you're putting in Mm-hmm. And the things that you're listening to, if it's negative, then it's, it's no good. Another thing that I do to, to self-motivate myself is I affirm myself. Okay. So I tell myself I'm strong. You know, every time I feel like, oh, Lord, this is a failure or this is not going to work. And I feel like crying. I was like, okay, Terry, and you're strong. You can do this. You can and you will. You know, you start affirming yourself. Start speaking positive things to yourself. And yeah. those things really do help. What about, um, so it's all self-motivation. What about um, surround, the, the people that you surround yourself with? Is that something important to you? Yes, very much so. Yeah. Very much so. Um, I try to keep people of the same mindset around me because if I don't have that um, circle, a supportive circle, system, a sisterhood or so around you, um, it is going to definitely be a rough road because the people who is not supporting you and you keep them very close, it would cause you to really hit rock bottom. Mm. It would make you feel like if, okay, then, okay, oh, well, they don't really see what I'm doing, so it doesn't really make sense. And you start speaking down on yourself because they are speaking down to you and you start listening to all those negative things and it starts affecting you in such a way. And now you're battling in your mind whether I should do this, whether it's a good thing to do, and you start weighing your options and then eventually you will just crash. Right. So right. You need to have you need to have that circle around you. Whether it be it could be a significant other, or it could it could be one person, it could be two persons, or it could be no persons at all. But if you have nobody around you who will be really be able to support you, then you find something online that would be able to help you. So you listen to podcasts. I mean, there are a lot of motivational and inspirational podcasts that you could really feed your soul with and really push you to be what you are called to be. Definitely. Even YouTube videos, you know, a lot of people is putting out a lot of uh, motivational YouTube videos. You can look at those things and really feed your soul and taking all the good you need because you really need it, especially when, you, when you're not feeling good on that particular day. Right. So how do you define the word persistent? What does that mean to you, being persistent? For me, being persistent is pushing with all your mind. Hmm. All your mind, all your mind, all your mind, pushing past fear. Hmm. That is how I would determine um, persistent to be. Because um, not all the time, most of the times, honestly, I'm being very honest. Most of the times, I'm fearful. Mm. I'm fearful because of the. I'm a. I'm a big dreamer, crazy big dreamer. So I would dream of doing hosting like huge events here in um, Grenada, and it's nothing that was done before, and it's nothing that 
um, we, we don't know about it here, the type of events I'm thinking about, about it here in Grenada. And I'm thinking to myself, wow, I'm wondering if I can do this. And then fear kicks in. Yeah. And then fear starts telling me, you can't do this. It's not worth it. No, don't do that. You shouldn't do this. So being persistent is really pushing past fear for me and pushing with all your might and with everything that you have in order to get the job done. And you have to be consistent with it. Yeah. You must be consistent because if you're not consistent, then persistent. It's like they both work hand in hand. And if you're not persistent, then the consistency would not be able to work. So it's like they work both hand in hand. Right, right. Now, let's bring in culture here because you, you mentioned quite a few things and it's, it's very important to discuss cultural nuance here. So you said, for example, if you're in the Caribbean and you're running a business and it's not monetized, it's not profitable, people just kind of go, well, that's not a business. Yes. <laughs> and you also mentioned that there's, there's a mindset in the Caribbean culture, which is very anti-failure. Yeah. Very, um, you know, we don't, we don't like failure. So how... Yeah. How do you um, manage all of that and, and in order to maintain this, this persistence and this motivation? Because that's a lot to deal with. And I think there, there are quite a few cultures where failure is not something celebrated. I mean, the only culture I know that really celebrates failure is the U.S. <laughs> Maybe yeah. Americans, Canadians. Um, yeah. It's like, yeah, fail, fail big, fail fast, fail now, this, 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 that, and the other. But I think mm -hmm. much of the rest of the world is still kind of like, mm, no. I don't know if it's yeah. because they feel like you don't really have the, the luxury of failing. You don't really have the time to fail or if it's just culturally why would you want to fail like everything you should always be wired to towards success but can you discuss sort of the cultural um implications and how how you deal with those so that you can stay motivated and stay and remain persistent because a lot of people give up because of of, of culture and pressure and not feeling supported and and so on yeah this i like what you said it um with failure because Failure is not celebrated in the Caribbean. I know that for sure. And especially if you came from a background um, like, a, like being poor, mm -hmm. you came from like a poverty mm -hmm. kind of a surrounding and your, all your parents want for you to do is to succeed. Mm -hmm. So no, and they, they have this, they look at you in such a way, they think, well, okay, then I send you to school to become a doctor. Mm -hmm. I send you to school to become a nurse or, um, or I send you to school to become a lawyer. But the minute time you come and you say, mom, I think I want to be a fisherman. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I didn't send you to school to become a fisherman. I didn't send you to school to become a farmer, you know, but these things are jobs as well. These things are the passion is, is a part of life. If we don't have a fisherman, then how would we get the fish to eat? Hello. If we don't have a farmer, then how would we get the ground provisions and so on to eat the food to eat? But I just think it's just coming. It's like a generational kind of a thing with that is really passing on from children to children from generation to generation so like my mom didn't want me my mom wanted me to succeed all the time and then when i started to be failing and failing and failing she was like but no i didn't send you to school to fail mm -hmm. you know i didn't send you to school to to become no blogger you know what i mean it's all those things so yeah it's a it's real cultural for real. Um, but what really, what I would say is that you have to have a mindset that even if you fail, you would get up quickly and move on. Even if you want to spend some time in your little failure mode and you want to cry about it and it's okay. It's okay to express your feelings and to be in that way, but don't stay there. I would encourage you to move past that and go forward and really look back at the things that you would have done wrong, which would have caused you to fail and then push past that and, and do it better. Because I could talk for myself. I can speak for myself. Um, I came from a very poor, stricken um, family. We didn't have much. So my mom did everything in her power to send us to school so that we could have had an education and so on. But 
I went to college and didn't graduate, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so now it's like people look at you in this kind of way, well, you didn't graduate and so on and so forth. But now I'm starting my own business. And that does not determine whether you went to college, whether you, you failed at your exams, whether you failed at this, whether you failed that. That does not determine those things in who you want to be. And it all starts with your mind. It's a mindset of moving past that kind of a failure. So you would have failed at a lot of things and you have to motivate yourself and push yourself that, you know what, I want to make a change in this world. I want to do something different. I want to, I, 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 and start thinking, you need to start thinking self, selfish of yeah. what you want to do in order to get what you want. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's how, that's how I would really, I would really say, you know, there are points in time when you have to become selfish. People may say, oh, you're a selfish person. That's okay. That's fine. But you, you don't show it up in a proud or pride way, you know, but you have to be selfish for you and to really move fast and be strong for yourself and show people that you can do this. Yeah. And there's a lot of, there can be a lot of negativity as well. And I think there are a lot of people who deal with that, especially when you're first starting out, because if you're not, I mean, you mentioned the background that you came from, like your socioeconomic background and so on, there were economic challenges and so on and so forth. But if, if you're coming from a background like that, where there aren't a lot of um, like entrepreneurial people and business minded people, and the mindset is, listen, we're poor, we have to get our education, we have to focus on that, we have to study, get good grades, go to university, get a good job, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. People, mm-hmm. you're going to get a lot of, receive a lot of negativity, a lot of backlash. People who think that you're crazy, you don't know what you're doing, mm-hmm. you think your parents' mm-hmm. money, you know, in the Caribbean, oh God, look mm-hmm. how hard I work for mm-hmm. she, and look what she did herself, and we know all of that, right? Exactly. And exactly. all of this stuff. So it's, I mean, I feel like it's easy to say block out the negativity, but I feel like um, it takes a very strong and resilient person to do that. You have to really believe in your idea. You have to really believe in yourself and you have to have this attitude. You have to have an attitude of abundance. It's I'm going to do this. I know it's going to work and irrespective of what something good is going to come out of it. But I feel like if you don't have, a mentor or somebody in your corner to keep pushing you along, it can be really, really, really difficult. It could be difficult. Yes. That is why you have to self-motivate mm-hmm. yourself because what if you, you don't really have um, the luxury of having a mentor, you know, because no, nowadays mentors, you have to pay for a mentor or pay for a coach. Or sometimes you have a good friend who, a good friend who could act as a mentor and be accountable to you. Mm-hmm. But what if you don't have that? So then what would you do in that case? Like you were saying, you have to be able to believe in yourself. Mm-hmm. You have to believe in yourself and believe that what you're doing is what you passionate about and it it all business is about a passion eh? it's about how you see you can change either somebody's life in what you're doing it's like you're solving a problem um solving a need that kind of thing so you must have this passion and once you have that passion things you're going to have obstacles. You're going to, especially the biggest obstacle for us as women, especially your business owners, is fear. Fear of really launching out. Fear of really moving forward in whatever. But as you said, you have to block out the negativity. But you have to start affirming yourself, building yourself, making yourself strong and hard so that you'll be able to block off the negativity when they come. But if you can afford a mentor, or you have the mentor, or you have a coach, or you have somebody who could really push you along in that regard, then fine, do that. And, and allow the person to really assist you in making you who you have to become. Yeah, yeah. And be part, I feel like you have to be, and I know this is cliche, but I feel like you mm-hmm. have, you know, the Gandhi quote, be the change you want to see in the world. I think everything yes. with you. I agree. I think, everything. You, I think one thing I've noticed about myself is that 
my I, if I keep a high vibration, if my energy is live and I'm positive, I naturally attract the other positive people. The negative people don't come around me because it's like, ew, you know. <laughs> I mean, I actually, you know, who does she think she is? I actually had someone tell me very recently, "Oh, you're all butterflies and roses," and I just laughed, you know, because I looked <laughs> and I was like, "Sweetheart, look at your life. You are in no position to talk about anybody and whatnot." But I realized yeah. that's that's coming from a place of that's her issue, you know, that's her negativity. She can't deal with whatever she's going through in her life but i feel Mm -hmm. like when your vibration is high and when you're very positive and you're you're giving off good vibes or energy or whatever you want to call it you're going Mm -hmm. to attract the right people around you and you might even change the attitudes of some of your detractors you might you might find that sure that is so good yes that and that is true yeah no i have people tell me that all the time oh you're so you know, different variations of flowers and butterflies is what I get. Mm-hmm. But I think people, people believe that some people believe that if you, just because you're getting a lot of negative attention, negative, like um, not attention, mm-hmm. but say negative criticism or, mm-hmm. or, or mm-hmm. whatever it is thrown at you that you have to react to that in a, in an equally negative way. And to me, yeah. that's just, that's just being like them. That's just, yes. like, why would I want to be like, the, like, like that? So yeah. for me, it's, it's not about being naive, but I just I stay in my own world. And because my mental health is more important to me than trying to satisfy my ego by firing mm-hmm. back at somebody else. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, when you, when you get involved in these toxic conversations with these kinds of people and you keep, you're only dropping yourself to their level, there's much more sure. negativity. And you may not realize it, but you're eroding your mental health. Okay, mm-hmm. <laughs> you're eroding self-esteem, and that is more important. That to me, that's self-love and that's self-care. And me preserving yeah. my mental state and my happiness is much more important than trying to prove to somebody that they're not even in a position to judge that somehow what I'm doing is is worthy of their validation. Yeah. Oh my gosh, you speak a book. <laughs> no, it's true. No, because I see it a lot. It's, it's, it's very easy to respond to negativity because yeah. like that's what the ego wants to do. Somebody attacks you, boom, attack them back. Especially as Caribbean people, you know what we're like. Yeah. We like to put people in the place and we have to tell people off. But for me, it's like that can be very exhausting. And sometimes I just find there's power in walking away and staying in my own lane. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And to me, it's not worth it, you know, because once you start doing things like, oh, I want to put the person in their own place, it's like, I don't really have the time for that. I mean, you say what you want to say. That's your business. You need to deal with your issues. Like I does normally say, honey, deal with your issues, (laughs) deal with your problems that you're facing, because it's, it's really... Everybody can see that you have a problem because the mere fact that you are throwing off so much negative energy, you have a problem. So go take some time, spend some time with yourself, self-evaluate, and then come back and we can chat. You know, I just, and to me, that's putting the person in a place. Let her go and think about what I just said. And then they probably might say, oh, well, what she said is correct. And I need to, um, (laughs) I need to do some self-evaluation or so. And it gets gets exhausting. It gets gets exhausting. And then you realize. Very exhausting. At some point you realize that whatever these people are saying, it has nothing to do with you. It's about them. It's It's all about them. Most of the times, I'm not too sure if I can say 90% or probably 95%, but most of the times it's all about them and nothing really. And it's just because you are so shining and you're growing and you're doing what you're doing, it's affecting them because it's like, oh, why is she succeeding and I'm not? Mm. So whatever bad or negative thing I can say to hinder her from or stop her at some point, I'll do it. Yeah. And that's what they do. That's yeah. what they do. Definitely. And celebrate your accomplishments, right? You know, it you know, it might be something small like you got a good review on your blog or 10 people signed up for something you're giving this week. That's that those are major like inroads and I think those yes. like I was saying before previously, celebrate your wins. Yeah. Whatever it is and do something for you. When you're celebrating, do something that will make you feel happy. So whatever you, and I always like to promote self-love, like you mentioned it too, you know, promote self-love. So when you are celebrating your accomplishments, do something for you that will make you be happy, that would show your self-love. Do that. So whatever it is, 
whatever it is. So like, for instance, you probably might, you love going to the beach, but you have not taken a sea bath in a very long time. You go to the beach by yourself, you lie down, you rent a chair and you read a book and you just enjoy the movement, enjoy nature because you have not done that. That's just like, um, not expensive things. Eh? I mean, if, especially if you're on a budget and you really don't have the cash to do like go to dinner or to buy expensive bottle of wine and to buy yourself an expensive um, jewelry piece or whatever. You don't need to go all the way out like that. If yeah. you can, then you feel free to do so. But if you can't, you can do simple things like cooking your favorite meal, mm -hmm. um, watching your favorite show. Eating some uh, ice cream. <laughs> yeah, ice cream. Everybody, I think everybody likes ice cream. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Or probably sign up for um, some Zumba class maybe for a week. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, sweating and moving the body has a way of you know you release those endorphins and we feel good and we're ready yeah to yeah yeah do something do something especially as women i i really like to tell women that do something that will make you happy because remember at the ending of the day you at the ending of the day i am so exhausted eh? it's like yeah. oh my gosh and then but still when i try but <laughs> year old as well yeah exactly and then sometimes when i try to lie down to sleep now it's like my mind starts to go all over the place because i'm thinking about all different things about the next day about the ideas that just keep coming to my mind and it takes me forever to sleep and then by the time i do fall asleep i it's morning yeah and then you have to start again so yeah. you need to really do something for yourself yeah I promise you, know what? you you focus a lot on women. So obviously that women is very important to you. Now where yeah. did that, where did that come from? This your desire to create a platform? Because you make it very clear that your platform is for women, that mm -hmm. you want to celebrate women, that you want to motivate women. Where did that come from and why is that important to you? I think it came from um how I grew up. Um as I said before, I grew up like really poor. Um when we came from to be honest, when we came from Trinidad, mm -hmm. and, uh, <laughs> and I remember we went to live with my grandmother, and I remember when the vehicle dropped us, um, I was like, mommy, dare we go in and stay? You know, in the Caribbean, we have like wooden structure houses and so on. Yeah. I remember I'm coming from Trinidad, where we were living in a concrete house. We had our own beds. Mm -hmm. We had water. We had hot water. We had phone. We had God, hot water. Yes. <laughs> You know what I mean? And now we come in like we have to be outside. Mm -hmm. We don't have a pipe, but there's a standpipe right there. So you have to go in the standpipe, drop the water to bring it down. Really all those. It, it was, was a, the, listen to me, the transition was so different. I've, but honestly, it helped me to be the person that I am today. And I would love to go back to living like that again because of, you know, maybe if I go back, I will have a better understanding and a better appreciation for mm -hmm. that kind of a living back then. Mm -hmm. But I think it's because of that. I always wanted, because too, I wanted to show women that it's possible. Mm. Especially when I was getting married, Joanne, I was telling myself, I do not want to be the ordinary housewife where, or the ordinary wife, where you go to work, you bear children, mm. um, you go, you go to church or you, you know, that kind of a routine wife. I never wanted that. I always wanted something different. Right. So right. all that and looking at women and seeing everyday women, how they are, they lie so routine and it's like, they're doing the same thing and you can see how what about, what about those women what, what about those women that like that though you think there i mean there are women out there who say you know i like i like being a wife i like being a mom i like taking care of my family i like taking care of my in-laws my extended family that's me that's my purpose to nurture my family this is where yeah. i find my joy what about those women i guess you're not targeting those women you're i'm targeting those you know why too because they are saying that but if you give them an opportunity mm -hmm to do something different they will you would see it's like something inside of them that they never knew that they had mm. you know it's so honestly it's, it's so funny you say that because i was talking to you know these, these older women when you get around them they have these frank and blunt conversations yes <laughs> i remember being with my mom my mom's 70 okay so just give me right. a of her yeah. age. 1948 from saint kitts and nevis from a tiny right. village 
okay, called Kayon. Like most of us, our parents, right? So my mom was talking with a bunch of her friends, all in the same age group, all Caribbean women from different like parts of the world. I'm part of Caribbean, sorry. And I was like, we were having this conversation. I remember saying, but you know, there are some women who just they they like being, you know, moms and wives. And one of my mom's friends was like, that's a lie. That's a lie. That's a lie. <laughs> and, then, and, then another, and then another one of her friends was like, she's just saying that because that's what she thinks she needs to say. That's not true. That's not true. Yes. And, and my mom chimed in. My mom was like, you know what? There's nothing wrong with that. That's great. But every woman needs to have something that's just for herself because you're going to get to a point in your life where you realize your children are, gonna, are going to grow up. Things yes. are going to move on. And it's not that... Sometimes women feel bad for saying that they want more outside of their family. And yeah. I think what my mom was trying to say is that everybody has a skill and a talent, even if it means baking cakes, even if mm-hmm. it means sewing, like gardening, you, you have a talent and you need to nurture that and you need to have something just for you that's mm-hmm. outside of your family and your friends. And mm-hmm. um, another one of her friends was like, you know, you as a woman, you get so into these roles and then you mm-hmm. lose yourself. And that's why you have so many women, you know, their children grow up and move on 50, 60, 70s. And it's like starting over again Mm -hmm. from scratch. And it's, Mm -hmm. I can imagine how scary that is. You know, they've Mm -hmm. they've never had to really do anything outside Mm -hmm. of the home. They have Mm -hmm. to rebuild themselves. So it really had me challenging and thinking like, okay, these women are three times my age. And if they're saying this, (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know, so you know, right. You know, of, of that conversation. And, I don't want to make it seem like, okay, you know, every woman's got to be out there doing, being powerhouses and building businesses and having, Mm -hmm. that's not what I'm saying. But I think Mm -hmm. it's just the point that we should all have something that's just ours. Something that we could hold and say, okay, then we can look back and say, oh, I'm so happy that I did this because I felt happy doing it. And it's no, because like self-esteem. you can't get self esteem yes. from other people. You know, you no. can't say my my greatness comes from my children. It's like Mm-mm. your self esteem can't come from your children. I mean, I can Mm-mm. understand you're proud of your children and you raise them and like they're they're a product of you and you're so proud. But what about yes. yourself? What about your own like skills and your own talents and your own yes like person? Like I don't know, it's just yeah. That is the reason why I really want to, I really focus on women because women have a lot to give. Yeah. Women have a lot to give, but sometimes our roles take over and take away from what we really have to give. And sometimes we are so vulnerable, but we are not given the opportunity to show our, our vulnerability. Yeah. Um, I should say, and um, we are not um, uh, have awarded the opportunity to really show that we can be like um, selfless. Um, mm-hmm. Sometimes it be, that we, what, pro, what people portray women to be is mm-hmm. that we have to be strong all the time. Mm-hmm. And, and that's givers, not true and carers and givers yes. and, and you're perfect and i mean yes. I, remember, I remember when it the moment it hit me that my mother is um like a woman a human being with her own mm-hmm. desires and passions and her own baggage and her own insecurities because for i think for many of us you don't really see a mom that way until you become mm-hmm. a woman yourself like a real woman and yes oh my god like mom you have a yeah. life you have things yeah. <laughs> And that's, no, for real. And that's when you realize you gotta give your moms a break. They're not they're not superhumans. They're they're exactly real people with issues and sometimes you just need to let them be and give them some space, you know? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And women are not really celebrated enough. Yeah. And yeah. so you put like ten different women from different backgrounds in one room and they would all have the same thing to see. You know, they are not celebrated enough. They are not being able to express themselves enough. They are not allowed to do the things that they really want to do. And it's sad because we take on so much on ourselves. And it's not like if we really want to, you know. Yeah. But sometimes we do it because we are afraid, so fearful. We are afraid of what people might say if we don't do this this way. Or we are afraid that our children might be lost throughout our journey, mm-hmm. you know. But it's all be- it all comes with balancing. So you can still be a business owner and still be a good mother. Mm-hmm. 
you but know. What, but, but what about those women who feel guilty, who feel like, like guilty for, for doing something for themselves? I know. Sometimes I, sometimes I do feel guilty. It's like, Lord, I didn't really get time to spend with my daughter. Lord, I have to send her off to summer school. Why I didn't keep her home? You know, sometimes you do feel guilty. But sometimes, like I was saying before, sometimes you have to be selfish in order to get what you want. Because if you are not selfish, then you would just be giving and giving and giving and Giving so much could be exhausting. Sometimes you're giving what you don't even have. Mm, mm. You know, you're giving so much out of yourself and it's like, oh my God, I will give the bone, <laughs> bone from a body because I don't have more to give. Mm. You know, so sometimes you really have to be, it's okay to feel guilty, but don't feel guilty for too long that it would affect you in, in such a way. But I always say to women too that you have to, have a mindset of what you want, mm. what you want, where you, where you see, you must have a vision where you see yourself going. If you don't have a vision and you're going blindly, then it's not a good thing because you just, a lot of things would happen. So yeah. you need to have a vision. You need to have where you're going in your mind, a mindset of what you want to do and then plan around those things. Mm. do something for you you could be already a wife and uh, you know probably um you would have your own family you still have your business or even if you don't have a business um but do something for you so maybe you can you may probably in your younger days you probably used to like to let me see bake yeah start baking yeah. You know, bring some nice cupcakes and some nice buns probably to one of the homes. You probably like visiting the homes. You go to the homes or you visit a friend. Um, you know, you do something that would make you feel good at the ending of the day, especially if you're a housewife. You probably could sew if you used to sew before. Sew mm -hmm. some nice dresses for some children in the community. Exactly, exactly. exactly. Or, you know, and, and, you call and, and, in a friend or so and you... Uh, like a child or two, you show, you show them how to do different things. I mean, there are a lot of things we as women could do right. to really help. And again, I don't want to make it seem as though we're saying you've got to be out there doing big, grandiose things. Little things matter too. Just, just, yeah. and, I, and I like the suggestions that you made. You know, if you know how to sew, you can sew things for your community. Women tend to like being in their community and working in their community. You could feed the poor, you can feed the yes. hungry, you can, you can yes. teach your children, you can do, there's so yes. much you can do. There's can, so much. And you can do that at home. You can do that I, at home if you're exactly. not comfortable um, being outside of the home. So there are definitely a lot of options, but um, yeah, for sure. So what closing words do you have for, um, for our audience, for our listeners um, on this topic of self-motivation and remaining persistent? Self-motivation, you have to have a mindset, mm -hmm. knowing for a fact that you want what you want and you are going to get it. And tell yourself, like I say, like I journal things, I write a lot. So I know for this year and you write your goals down. That mm -hmm. is also, I didn't mention it before, but it's also one of the motivational things you can do. And as the, you put time frames with it, mm -hmm. and then you know that if you do this within, this is a small goal that I want to achieve, within the first half of the year, you work towards it and you work with all your might and you do it. Yeah. Even if it costs you um, losing a friend, because the more you increase, the circle of friends you have would decrease. But that's that fine. Wasn't really your friend then, were they? Exactly, and that's okay because the one you're losing probably you might gain two. Yeah, you never know. And real so, friends, yeah, <laughs> and real friends, exactly. So I would encourage every woman out there to really put your goals down. Do put your goals, what you want to do for the next half of the year. We're already in July, so it's okay. You can still go ahead and put some small goals. Mm -hmm. So for instance, you probably want to um, save $500 by the end of December because you want to buy some pretty curtains for the house mm -hmm. and you want to buy a Christmas tree. You know, all those things. You need to think of realistic goals and realistic things that you want to do and you just write them down. Yeah. And you put a time frame by it and you work towards it. 
Fantastic. Great. So I'm being what, persistent at it. So what is the future for your, your blog? I know you're monetizing now. So, yes, I am. So is that, is that where, where do you see it sort of, you know, you're in the third year. Where do you see it in the sixth, seventh, eighth year? <laughs> awesome. I actually see it where um, I would be like coaching people. Yeah. Um, helping them, giving them like I also want to do like workbooks and okay. showing like simple um things that you can do even if you're a woman and you're a busy woman or a housewife, you know, simple things that you can do that will make you happy. Right. Um, self love, um, showing self love, being able to celebrate yourself, mm. even if nobody else is doing it, you can buy yourself flowers at one point, or you can make oh, your own that. flower garden. You, you know, all those things that. Um, so I'm planning on doing that. Another thing that I want to do, which is really engaging with the women here, and to really start going, probably in the probably in the sixth, seventh year, or maybe even before that try branching off regionally so going to different islands and doing retreats and mm. doing um like events in another island and so on so it's it's a lot yeah. it's a lot i have planned um that's good good for yeah. you yeah. yeah wonderful wonderful yeah so it's going to be awesome good it will i know it will 100 percent for sure it will be awesome yes. So tell us where, um, where can our audience reach you? Uh, your website, your social media, everything. So yeah, well, you can find me on Instagram. I'm blogging a lot now on www.tailoredbyterian.com. That's my website. Mm-hmm. Um, you can also find me on Facebook and also on Twitter. And very soon, too, I will be um, doing... Um, uh, very soon. I'm in the process of actually working out the logistics um, on YouTube and we will be there as Sister Talk and that's where we would have like different women in Grenada like from different walks of life. We interview them, we hear their stories because I'm a big person on stories, mm-hmm. hearing someone's story because I know my story can motivate you, your story can motivate me and can help me to be a better person because it's all in a form of framing and living the best life possible and living the best version of versions of your life. So it's all that. So we're planning on going on YouTube whereby we'll be able to engage more with our audience through Sister Talk. Okay, good. That sounds incredible. And finally, is there anything that you need help or support with or anything that you're looking for or you're looking to collaborate or partner with anyone that you'd like to share with us? Sure, I would love to collaborate with some other people from the Caribbean islands who has the same vision and so on like me. Um, I would love to to do that. Maybe we can um, link up in in such a way. Maybe I could probably get you to come um, as a speaker also. Oh, I would love uh, to. I love to run my mouth. I love to talk. Yeah, I would love to have you. When so I was young, they used to ask me if I eat parrot bum. Uh, <laughs> I got talked really? so much. <laughs> yes. Uh, awesome. So, you know, it would be awesome to really yeah, get to, um, if we could, if, we, if this is so good, eh? honestly, it's incredible. And it's so good, like how we met on social media, Joanne. Yeah. So it would be nice if we could meet more of you, like in person. So I know, I'm working like, on it. I'm working on it. I'm working on awesome. it. Awesome. So okay. if I could probably like host like a one day retreat where if we can get, I know to show everybody to come on like to one island, maybe to Grenada and we have like a big event where we could probably have like workshops and conferences and i'm there yes i'm already there right so i i would love that i would love that we could come together under like one whole brand and we could just do this and like go from country island to island Mm -hmm. even country you know and we could do like travels together so we could like all of us come together and we meet in an island and we have like some fun time, like tour, because it don't have to be like strictly um, workshops and conferences and you just sit in a room and you listen, but you, we can have fun together as well. Yes, so absolutely. I would love, I, that is what I would want. 
<laughs> good. When you put it out there into the universe, so now it's just to make it happen. But no, there's yeah. there's a lot happening behind the scenes that I'm working on. So everything in time, but it's it's going to happen. You'll see. Oh, soon. awesome! <laughs> awesome! Yeah. I would love that, and that is what I would want, really, honestly, to meet. I love meeting new people. I love networking. So. I, I I would love for us to really meet in person and, and yeah. I mean it's all I'm excited already. We need the offline connections, don't we? I mean online is great, but there's nothing yeah. like having that um, offline connection and bringing all of these fabulous women together all in one yes. room and, and seeing yeah. how we can take it to the next level. So yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, thank you so much, Terri-Ann, for joining us. It has been a pleasure to hear your story and your journey and talking about this topic, discussing this topic rather, and hearing about your plans. And I'd like to thank you for all the incredible work that you are doing, using your platform to empower women, using fashion and style and design to make women feel good about themselves. I don't know any woman that doesn't like to look good, so hey. <laughs> and it's, the work is very important, so thank you for all that you do. You are appreciated and look forward to having you on the podcast again. Sure, awesome. Good. Thank all right, so lovely rare ones. That's it for today's podcast. I hope you have learned something new, gained some perspective, or maybe just had a good laugh. I don't know. <laughs> but um, <laughs> Whatever it is, you know how to reach Terri Ann now. You know where to find her on her website. Please reach out and make contact. And until next time, bye for now. Bye. bye.